What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wised Up Podcast presented by Wyzetta Community Ed. I'm your host, Zach Nelson, and today I'm joined by Courtney LaRoche, math resource teacher for the Curriculum and Instruction Department at Wyzetta Public Schools. She's currently the president of the Minnesota Council of Teachers of Mathematics. She's been in the district for almost 20 years, and today she's joining us to talk about math games you can play with your kids. Courtney, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Zach. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. How is isolation going for you? Um, it's going, I'm enjoying the silver linings. Um, we've had lots of family meals together. I have a sixth and a seventh grader and I'm usually driving them around to all their events. So um, family meals have been um, not even happening lately. So um, now we get to enjoy that. Um, I try and take some walks, listen to I listen to lots of books because usually I'm driving in the car and that's the only way I can read. Um, and we've been playing lots of games ourselves, lots of card games um, after dinner. So my kids have been learning and I have been learning some new card games. That's great. Uh, one thing I noticed with, uh, you know, working from home and being at home, I crunched the numbers on how much I was saving on fuel, uh, yeah. not driving around everywhere. It's crazy. It's um, crazy. My car is probably missing me. It was kind of my <laughs> home. <laughs> All right, so let's let's jump into it. Why is it important for parents to keep math and learning a priority for kids during uh, this time? So I I think you just gave a great example of like crunching numbers to figure out how much money you're saving on gas. Um, you know, math isn't something we just learn in school, but it's really um, something that we use to make decisions and to um, think and make sense of our world. So kids right now um, and always are thinking and learning and making sense of the world and math is a way that they do that. And so um, I think that we need to maybe shift how we think about this priority of math um, and how we engage kids in um, playing with math and making decisions with math and um, and really trying to have them see the real side of mathematics. It's not just a worksheet that they do at school. It's not just a procedure that they um, learn from their teacher, but it's really a way to think. And this is our opportunity as um, as parents to really make our own math thinking visible. So what are some math games that you have that kids can try out? Yeah, so anything I think with dice or cards is fantastic. Um, my kids love to play cribbage. They, cribbage is a great game actually. And I think young kids can learn cribbage. Um, you might have to learn cribbage. So it's a lot of adults don't know how to play, but um, that might be a fun thing to do together. We, we have been playing um, hearts and spades, um, but even when they were younger, games like um, garbage, they taught me that game. Um, go fish, uh, we would call it war, but I think you'd call it like top it or, you know, the greatest card wins. Um, any cards with games with dice are fantastic. Um, there's probably lots of games that you may have on your shelf at home too that uh, kids can play that builds their math thinking and decision making. I think while you're playing these games with your kids, it's really important to, um, to play with them. 
but also like share your thinking. So we want kids to have strategy games um, so that there's a decision that they have to make. And when they can do that, they're increasing their mathematical thinking for sure. So um, if we can share and think aloud, oh, I'm gonna do this because this, or I hope I roll a six, because if I roll a six, I can um, get this and then ask them what they're thinking, what's their strategy. So it almost turns into a, uh, a teaching moment as you're navigating through the game as parents, and then um, you kind of turn it back on the kids and get them Absolutely. to do the same things. Yeah. I think, like I was saying earlier, we don't make our math thinking visible. I think kids don't see us doing mathematics every day, and we might not think we do mathematics every day, and we do. And so getting them to see, oh, my parents do math during the day and they have to do math as they're making decisions and playing games. And games are really the way to be able to do that without um, getting into a fight with your child over a, a math worksheet, because we don't want that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of, uh, you know, in, in school, it's a more regimen in how, um, you know, math is taught, whereas at home, it could be more practical, more of a real world uh, scenario in which as a parent, you're kind of, you know, letting them know how, how prevalent math is in, in our day-to-day -day lives. Yeah. And we don't want it to be that way at school either, but I think historically it has been. And for us, it was that way. And so um, how do we as parents let go of having to teach our kids the, the specific math they're learning in school, but have that real applicable piece of that? And math games is definitely a way to do that. So are there certain times of the day that you see kids respond best to these sort of games? Is it important to have scheduling and routine around this sort of stuff? So I think scheduling and routine is important for all of us, um, but especially kids during this time. Um, I noticed when I was at home or when I've been now at home with my kids, um, when they don't have a schedule, it's much more challenging to be productive. And so um, we kind of got in this routine of playing card games after dinner. And so that was our routine. I think another nice routine is um, going to bed. I think many families have a routine of reading to their kids before bed, but there's also an opportunity to um, talk math with your kids before bed. And I know that sounds kind of silly and it's not necessarily a game, but there are some fantastic mathy picture books out there. Um, Greg Tang has quite a few of them. Um, and there's also a website called Bedtime Math. And you can subscribe and they'll send you every single day three questions that go with like a funny picture, funny video or something in our world. And it's just a great routine to have with kids before bed. Otherwise, I think other parts of the day think about their routine and how to kind of insert some math and kind of make some of their other routines game-like and talk math. So I think I'm kind of veering off the games and talking more, how do you talk math with your kids? But I think they're connected. So you touched on it a little bit earlier. How can parents be that role model when it comes to playing math games with their kids or just talking to their kids about math? Yeah. So definitely play with them. Um, learn with them. 
we learned a new game together as a family that none of us knew how to play. And so you're modeling what it looks like to learn something new and figure out new rules and navigate those things. Um, so definitely learn new games together. And I would say, like I said, with my sixth and seventh graders, you can do this with your high school kids too. Um, we can all play math games. It's not a elementary kind of thing to do. So um, also, like I said earlier, just share your thinking. Um, what is your strategy? My husband actually does this all the time when we've been playing and the other team gets really mad. <laughs> They're like, you're cheating. This is, this is table talk. How can you do that? <laughs> And um, his response always is, well, they're, they're still, my partner is still learning. So I said, well, I think your partner already knows. But he has some strategies, right, that he's thinking in his head that none of us are necessarily thinking. And so he's trying to make his thinking visible as he's being strategic to play the game. So, um, and then again, asking kids like, what's your strategy? What are you hoping you get? What are you looking for? Um, just really ask, being curious and asking those questions that really help um, you be curious about their thinking. Yeah, I think it's great that you said that show the, the wanting to learn yourself as a parent. I think that's Absolutely. a really good way to set an example for your yeah. kids is the willingness to learn. And it's got to be fun. I mean, no one wants to sit down and, you know, do more math work because I have to do math today, um, while some of us do, but most of us don't. <laughs> and so um, how do we really like make it fun and make it playful and um, our, our brains are naturally curious and they wanna be challenged. So that's a great way to do that. What are some other fun educational games you'd recommend? Maybe it could be math related, it could be something completely yeah. different. So I think there's a lot of um, commercially made games out there that are math related, but you maybe wouldn't know. Um, a lot of, um, there's a company called Think Fun that have games, um, I don't know, like Rush Hour and Brick by Brick, some of those spatial reasoning games where kids have to do like a, like puzzle out or create something and then what's on the picture. So some of Blockus is another great game. I don't think it's a think fun game, but some of you might have the, that one on your shelf. Um, and again, a deck of cards, but um, there is one um, resource, uh, a website called Math for Love. It's um, a guy named um, Dan Finkel, and he has created two really great games. One is called Tiny Polka Dots, and the other is called Prime Climb. And um, both my kids and I have had fun learning those and, you know, playing different kinds of challenging games. He has a great website that also gives a lot of other like paper and pencil kinds of games, um, dice games, uh, lots of suggestions for new games to learn with your family. Any outside games you can recommend for families as we move towards uh, hopefully warmer weather? You know, I was thinking about that and um, I didn't have anything specific that um, came to mind other than I think, you know, when kids are biking, when running, um, playing uh, games that they catch, playing basketball, there's math in all of those things. And so, you know, how do you have a race and time each other? 
or ask questions like, well, what if I, here's how fast I ran, because we have all these devices that tell us how far, how fast, all these things just by wearing it on our wrist, right? And so how do we just make some of those things into a game and say, well, what if I was gonna ride my bike to grandma's house? Or how long would it take me? How could we figure that out? Um, you know, how many basketball um, can I, hoops can I make in a minute? Um, kind of making some of those things into games that are involving time and, you know, numbers of miles or hoop baskets or um, there's lots of opportunity there. Um, I also thought about um, gardening. So if you're a gardener at all, or um, I know with our second graders in school, they plant um, they plant some seeds and then they measure them and they talk about how tall is it. You can, you know, every two or three days measure how tall it is, record it, ask some questions about that. So it's not necessarily games, but it's taking the games they're playing and mathematics mathematizing them. I don't think that's a word, but mathematizing <laughs> math. There you go. Mathematizing them. Yeah. And, and I think from my experience, it's just even playing a normal game outside is, it's just so much more enjoyable. I think everyone's just in a little bit of a better mood when you're sitting on a deck or a yeah. patio and playing those same card games. Uh, it's just, it's just a really good family bonding yeah. experience outside yeah. playing games you know the other thing is like the outside is full of geometry and having kids go on a triangle hunt or a quadrilateral hunt or a circle hunt or um how many scavenger kinds of things you know how many things can you find that whatever um so that's another outdoor mm -hmm. way to bring math into the picture once school is out, and I'm using air quotes because yeah. we don't know what school will look like until the end of the school year, um, is it important for parents to continue these sort of games during the summer months, even when maybe school technically won't be in session? Well, I think, I, I mean, my hope would be that kids would want to. I mean, it becomes a routine in your house that is a way for you to spend time together as a family and... Um, have some bragging rights, you know, work on your strategy. And so my hope is that kids would continue wanting to. My son even said the other night, now that we've started kind of more of a school routine again, um, we've been eating dinner and then not all of us have had um, the opportunity. We've had meetings after dinner and things like that. And he's like, why aren't we playing cards? I want to play cards. So the goal is to be sly enough that you're getting them to do math all the time and they're just asking for it. But absolutely, I mean, we want our kids to be um, lifelong learners and we want them to use math to be decision makers and strategic thinkers and creative thinkers. Math is really creative. And so playing games is an opportunity to see that. And I think when you make games out of when you're cooking, when you're planting, like we were saying, when they're building stuff, um, make that a game, have them invent things. I mean, there's so many things that they can do that are mathematics. And if you can bring math into the games they always play, doing that forever is a gift that you can give your children that I think will last. Yeah, it sounds like just 
integrating math into your daily lives and daily flow and daily routine really helps yeah. and everyone gets in the habit or the or your kids start to just want more of it and and yeah, yeah just that routine and scheduling seems so important with this sort of stuff there's a really great um website um by a man named christopher danielson that's called talk talking math with your kids and if any of you have been to the state fair there's a booth called math on a stick that also kind of reiterates here are the games that you can play with kids and their stations at the state fair so he created that but he has a great website that's called talking math with your kids and um, just gives some really good examples of conversations he's had through with his kids throughout time as they've grown up and how that's changed and evolved and it's kind of a good example if you're looking for like what does this even look like yeah and i'll get all these links from courtney after we're done recording and i'll post them all awesome. on our blog i think there's a lot of great stuff here um so you don't have to write them down as you're listening so um, courtney is there a good way for people to get a hold of you if they have any more questions or are looking for some advice uh absolutely so my Email is like everyone else's, Courtney.LaRoche at YZSchools.org. And I'd be happy to send, I've worked with a lot of parent groups through community ed um, in the past and um, done some parents as math partners. So I'd be happy to share any of those resources along with answering any other questions that you might have. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, again, shoot Courtney an email if you have questions. Otherwise, um, you can get the links on our blog and, and certainly reach out to us and we can connect you with Courtney as well. So Courtney, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Zach. It was really fun. Thanks again to Courtney for coming on the podcast today. Again, we will post a blog with those links that she mentioned and you can view that blog at whysetofschools.org slash community ed. If you have any ideas on topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast, please send me an email with those ideas, zachary.nelson at yzofschools.org. Again, that's Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y dot N-E-L-S-O-N at yzofschools.org. I encourage you to visit our LEO site to check out the live classes we are now offering. We have dance classes and art classes for youth, and we have fitness classes and cooking classes for adults please check those out. These are live classes that you can sign up for now. Again, that is at yzeta.ce.leo.com, yzeta.ce.eleyo.com. Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.